Welcome back to the Word Pictures with Meredith podcast. I'm so excited that you're here today for another great conversation. I think you're really going to enjoy today's conversation between myself and Amanda Bear. She is a mama, she's a wife, but most importantly, she loves Jesus. She loves talking about him and sharing the impact that he has made on her life and on her family's life. Sit back and relax. I hope you have your favorite drink in hand, whether that is your sweet tea or your soda or just a nice tall glass of water. Enjoy this conversation. Hi, friends. Welcome back to the Word Pictures with Meredith podcast. I'm so excited that you're here today. We have another special guest that's joined us. This is Amanda Bear. Welcome, Amanda. Thanks for having me. I will let you go ahead and just tell our audience a little bit about yourself and your family and what you do um, in your busy time and in your free time. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Uh, so I, my husband and I live on a five-acre farm just outside of Champaign, um, and we love it. It was kind of like in our vision. Uh, we've been married for 12 years now, and it was in okay. our vision to eventually get back on the farm because that's how both of us grew up. So oh, that's neat. So we live out on a farm with our two kids, and I own a salon in town, uh, something new salon and spa, and have had that for about five years now. Oh, wow. I, okay. I was a cosmetologist prior to that for um, about 10 years, but now I just strictly run the business. I don't work behind the chair anymore. Okay. Um, How does that feel? That, it feels great. Yeah. <laughs> so do you prefer behind the chair or the business side of it a little bit more? Right? I guess they both have probably you know, positive things. They do. Um, so I loved working behind the chair as a stylist just because I really, I am very much a connection person. And Mm so I love talking with people and learning their stories and just building that connection and that relationship. And Mm -hmm. so that's one thing I really loved about working behind the chair and it served me very well throughout my career until I opened a business. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) And then, you know, part of the reason opening a salon, like I wanted to create a space that I never had early on in my career. Mm. So in order to create that space, I had to kind of choose whether I focus on clients behind the chair or I focus on my team and okay. pouring into my staff. Yeah. And yeah. It, it, it got to the point I was doing both and mm-hmm. I wasn't doing both well. <laughs> okay. Okay. So, uh, so I had to choose. Yeah. And at the yeah. end of the day, like I want to have a successful business and successful yeah. girls and yeah, so that's kind yeah. of, yeah happened. <laughs> That's neat. So you pour into the relationship that you have with your staff and then that just trickles down into the relationship that they have with their clients, which in full circle, that's a successful business. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. It's, you know, if you don't have happy, your employees, like when you're a business owner are almost like your customer in a sense. And so you have to foster and nurture that relationship um, and make sure that they are happy and they're fulfilled. Um, and then that in turn, you know, will show up in how they treat the people that walk into the business. Yeah. 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 And side note, um, I have to say my daughter is a protege um, for something you salon. And yeah. so that's kind of exciting. Yes. That's how we've made our connection. Yes. So even though this is our first time meeting, I feel like we kind of already know each other. <laughs> Absolutely. I know. I love, 
Miranda is wonderful, and oh, I you. cannot wait to see how she just flourishes behind the chair because she's very talented. Oh, thank you. So, yeah. Thanks. Yeah. Well, thanks for giving her a chance. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, you're a business owner, and then you had mentioned that you've been married to your husband for 12 years. Mm-hmm. So, almost 12 um, years. Almost 12. Don't yell at me for that, but... <laughs> <laughs> it's okay. It counts. So, tell me a little bit about um, your husband, and I'm a, and you're a mom, and, yeah. and all those fun things. Yeah, so my husband, uh, when we first met... He worked for um, a heating, a local heating and cooling company, was doing sales, um, but really was interested in diving into real estate and not so much from oh, okay. like a, a realtor standpoint, but from an investment standpoint. Okay. So when yeah. we met, he had just bought his first investment property, um, a duplex that we ended up living in. Oh, and wow. he, right now, what he does, he, he's also self-employed as well, but, uh, so we invest in real estate, um, mm-hmm. have rental properties in the Champaign, um, County area. Mm-hmm. And then we were for a little while doing a lot of flipping. So, um, mm-hmm. you know, buying houses that needed to be rehabbed and turning around and that's a lot of work. It is a lot <laughs> of work. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> so, so our focus has kind of shifted back to our rentals now. Um, but that's, that's kind of what he does. He's a triathlete, so he okay. completed an Ironman last year and is doing another one this uh, year. Um, that's he... so awesome. I could go in a really long side tangent about that, but I'll, I'll contain yeah. myself. No, he, I seriously think he enjoys being in pain. Um, so he he anything challenging that he can find from a, like yeah. a physical standpoint, he's like all about it. Yeah. Um, so yeah, he's he's doing another one this year and just really enjoys that. That's so awesome. Yeah. Well, my husband and I are runners, okay. and, and so um, we, gosh, we've just ran everywhere. We've marathons, halves, and yeah. we actually did a mini try one time, and I discovered that uh, tries are not my thing, because <laughs> it was super hard going from biking to yes. running. My yes. legs were like, blah, you know, yeah. but um, but I can appreciate that whole challenge aspect. Yeah. I love that. Yeah, and it's honestly, it's funny that you say that, because it's all in the training prior oh, to the try. I love the training. His, his coach. <laughs> Um, has him do like a specific set of training to transition from bike to run so that way the fatigue doesn't set in so it's yeah yeah there's oh. it's, there's so much to it that I've learned that is fascinating yeah but. that's awesome yeah that's awesome and so you're a mama tell me all about those kiddos yeah so I have um, a son and a daughter my son will be 11 this May and my daughter is nine and Aww. they both go to Judah Christian in town okay um, they've gone there since preschool and they are complete polar opposites of each other <laughs> that happens <laughs> um you know low Logan is more of my, uh, gets, he's, gets extremely good grades and very, very disciplined in a sense. And my daughter is my free spirit. And, yeah. Um, yeah. and I'm very different than her. So sometimes we butt heads a little bit, but, um, yeah. I, they're great kids and I'm Aww. super proud of them. Oh, that's awesome. Yeah. That's great. So, um, you're here on the podcast and our podcast is really just talking about, um, how Jesus speaks to us and how we respond. So um, I know that you know Jesus. Do you want to share a little bit about um, how you came to know him and what that looks like in in your journey? Yeah, absolutely. Um, So, gosh, I grew up in a household that, like, my my mom was a believer, my dad was not. Mm -hmm. And my parents had kind of a tumultuous relationship growing up. Um, So... 
you know, there would be times where my mom would be like, let's go to church. We were going to, con- going to church on a consistent basis and there were times that we weren't. So it was mm-hmm. not really a consistent thing in my life. Um, when I was younger, the, the one constant that I did have is my grandma is mm. just my, um, my inspiration and I look up to her so much and mm. I've always very much admired her faith. Um, because she, her faith walk was just very passionate, very consistent, very wise. Um, so she was always, whenever I would go visit them in the summertime and spend time with them, uh, I always had that constant of Jesus and I felt that from her. And so when I was there one summer, I think I was like 13, um, I was at church with them and that's when I was saved. They did, they did like an altar call or whatever, but yeah, um, I was saved, saved when I was, 13 and baptized um, a few months later when I came back home. And, you know, I, I definitely had had a really strong pull. Um, then I met my, my husband, and my husband grew up apostolic uh, Christian. So the church was very regimented, and mm. uh, as soon as he, he turned 18, he kind of was like, I don't know yeah. if this is for me. Like, I don't. You right, know, not right. really. Don't really feel this. Like the relationship aspect wasn't there for him. Yeah. yeah. Um. So when we met, <laughs> you know, the Bible talks about being equally yoked, and I don't. We weren't at that place, and so right. I kind of drifted from my faith. We we didn't go to church. We didn't, you know, do any of that, and still, you know, still believed and and had that in my heart, but it just wasn't a priority in our marriage, right, right. and so. We we met and were engaged four months after we met and we're married to eight months after oh, wow. we met. So it wow. was very fast. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> um and got we found out we were expecting um right at, right after we got married. And when you're young and you know, you're still kind of getting to know each other and your finances aren't in order, it's really stressful. Oh yeah. Yeah. And it created a lot of uh, tension and um, just uneasiness in our marriage and a lot of un- unhappiness. Yeah. Um, and so for about five years, we just kind of were going through the motions with our marriage. And mm. something um, really, like, I, I ended up finding out um, if, after about five years uh, that there was some infidelity happening at, mm on my husband's part in our marriage and that was that was like my point of okay I I need to come back I need to come back to what roots me yeah um and as soon as I found that out I I remember driving one day and I just when the Christian bookstore was still over on prospect yeah Yeah. I drove by and I was like I just I feel like I need to go in there Mm -hmm. and I went in there and it was like this, this peace just mm. came over me. Yeah. And I just felt like that's where I needed to be. Um, and the woman, <laughs> the woman I was getting ready to check out cause I had, I had stayed there for about an hour or so just looking, looking for some books just to help kind of process what had been going on. Yeah, absolutely. And the woman working the desk stopped what she was doing and literally just stood and prayed with me. Oh, yeah. <laughs> um, so, and I, I still get emotional about this, but, um, she just, she stopped and prayed with me and I knew that I needed God back in my life and back yeah. in my marriage. And so yeah. 
that's where I kind of came back to Jesus after it being just a, a period of time that was quiet and spiritually. Um, man, that, that relationship just took, took back off. Um, and with my husband and I, it took a lot, a lot of time. Um, you know, we, we were at the, at the verge of filing for divorce, um, Mm -hmm. just because there were a lot of things that we couldn't overcome, couldn't get past the healing and just couldn't take place. Um, so we were literally on the brink of divorce and we started a, uh, a coaching program uh, through a Christian-based company, which he didn't realize at the time. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, so we started like life coaching, and oh, okay. it really helped both of us to see each other's perspective, learn our love languages, and mm-hmm. learn mm-hmm. how to kind of heal through things. Learn that we first and foremost needed to work on who we were individually before we could, yeah, work on yeah. our marriage. Mm-hmm. Um, so. Over time, you know, it, it really, we, we healed and we forgave and, um, gosh, what was it? Three, four years ago, my husband went on a mission trip and gave his mm-hmm. life to Jesus. Oh, that's awesome. And so, so yeah, it's just, it's been a really beautiful journey and, you know, yeah. we, we still have valleys with our, uh, with our faith and, you know, we're just feeling like God's kind of quiet. Um, but, but yeah, I, Wow. It's, been, it's been a journey. Wow. <laughs> what an amazing story. So the coaching that you did was ju- was just a, a, like a course that you both took together. And was it kind of like an online type thing or, you know, physical class type yeah. thing? So it's a company, uh, it's called Life and Air. And the founder actually wrote a book um, and we both read the book and it was literally talking about how people are trained growing up that like we we build we build a business or we we build a career and then our life just kind of falls into place around that Mm -hmm, and mm -hmm. life and air kind of teaches the opposite like we want to create a life and then create a career and a business that we can put like put around our life so family comes first relationships come first that kind of stuff not not business yeah and so we, we went to a, like a three day, it's called a three day getaway, um, uh-huh. where they really focus on you creating a vision for your life. And it's not, not a vision for your business or anything like that, but like what your vision is for your life and the different elements, like, you know, hobbies and spiritual and parenting, like all of this stuff. Okay. You plug into a vision and you create what you want yeah. things to look like. Yeah. And so we went to this three day getaway and, uh, we're just like this, we, we drank the Kool-Aid <laughs> because we, we were both just like, this is what we need. Like yeah, we need yeah. because they focus so heavily on relationships and making sure that that, that was solid first and foremost. Mm-hmm. So we, we ended up signing up for a mastermind coaching. So we had two coaches and then we would meet, um, every three months all different places around the United States in a mastermind type group with um, 15 other couples. Oh, okay. So it's kind of the where you, you bring your issues that you're having and you're struggling with to the group. So you've mm-hmm. created like a very safe space where people can be open and honest. And mm-hmm. you bring your issues to the group and your group kind of helps coach you okay. and give you ideas. And um, so, yeah, very, very much life focused and yeah. spiritually focused and um, yeah just I if if you haven't done life coaching before it's <laughs> it's yeah. great <laughs> yeah it sounds it sounds like it was just really that 
that turning point that God yeah. used in your personal life, but also in your like individually, but also in your relationship yeah. for you to both have that vision and then be able to move forward from that. Yeah. So, um, so you said that was about how many years ago was that? We started the coaching, uh, it was 2014. Oh, okay. Yeah. And we, last year was our last year with the company, uh, but we're still, we still talk to our coaches and, yeah. you know, yeah. it just got to be a lot of traveling and now that the kids are older, yeah, it's, absolutely. yeah, yeah. Um, but, but yeah, it really, it, it was nice because sometimes as you know, married couple, you can't see the other person's point of view. Oh, and yeah. when you have a group of people kind of mm-hmm. saying, Hey, have you thought about it this way? You're like, Oh yeah. That, that <laughs> outside perspective yes. to kind of show you something yeah. a little bit different. Yeah. So it was helpful and you know, just good book recommendations and, mm-hmm. um, yeah, it was just very helpful. Yeah. It sounds like it. Yeah. It sounds like it. Yeah. So that even sounds like it was even, you know, important in just what you're doing with your salon in mm-hmm. the fact that you realized that you couldn't be behind the chair yep. and invest in your, um, staff. Yeah. So was that kind of around the same time frame? you know, in that coaching where you just kind of realized, Hey, I can't wear both of these hats. Yeah. Like I have to do one best. And so, yeah, it was actually one of my coaches. We were at our, at a retreat and, and, he, and I was just, I was stressed. I was so stressed because I'm like, I can't, I don't feel like I'm giving either my yeah. clients or my employees what they need. And he's like, well, why can't you step out from behind the chair? Mm. And I feel like in our industry, um, salon owners struggle with that. You know, they, they, because a lot of times a salon owner is the main source of income for the business. Okay. Most of the time when people in the salon industry go into business for themselves, they don't understand finances. They just Mm -hmm. open a Mm -hmm. business and hope and pray that it works out. (laughs) And so financially I was just like, I I can't do that. And he's like, well, why not? And I was like, he's, I was like, well, I I don't know. Like that's just kind of like not heard of for our industry. Mm -hmm. Like people Mm -hmm. don't really do that very often. And you know, I, I need my income in order to sustain. And he's like, yeah, but if he's like, if you focus your time and your energy on your staff, he's like, Mm -hmm. that income will come. Right. You know? Right. And it did. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) And speaking of the salon, you are pretty close to uh, moving into a new location. Yeah. So tell us kind of like the story of how that unfolded and where did you see God in the journey of the salon that you're currently in into where you're going to be moving here soon? Because it's a, it's an amazing new space just from, you know, what I've seen on social. And, and I think I dropped Miranda off there maybe one time because she had her car parked or something like that. So I've seen the physical location. (laughs) So, um, so I'm excited to hear a little bit about how you see God in that journey. Yeah, absolutely. So initially when I wanted to be, become a salon owner, uh, it, it didn't just, I always knew that I wanted to own my own business, um, but I didn't really know when that was going to happen. I had worked for other people right out of my career um, for other salons, and I just never felt like I got support Mm. in the ways that I needed it. I Mm -hmm. always felt like I was just a dollar sign to an employer. I didn't have, you know, a training program or the education that I wanted, Um, you know, and I, there was never like a solid, uh, career path. 
And so it's, I tell, it's funny. I tell Miranda and, and Jade all the time. I'm like, I had to make all the mistakes. Like everything that we teach you guys are literally all the, all the <laughs> mistakes that I made because I didn't have anybody there to mentor right, and right, coach me. Right. And so it was frustrating because I didn't feel like I got that in any place that I worked. And mm-hmm. I was like, you know what? Like we really need to have a, a good salon, like a salon that you would find in Chicago or like a big mm-hmm. city that's got tra- a training program and um, just coaching. And because coaching helped me so much, that was something that was very important to me. Yeah. So I told my husband, I'm like, I think that this, like, this is my vision. This is what I want. And one of my clients who is a chiropractor came in for an appointment one day and she's like, hey, there's a space right next door to me that used to be a salon that's for lease like it's okay. literally set up like yeah. the stations are there the shampoo bowls are there you should come look at it I'm like yeah. holy crap <laughs> yeah yeah um so I we went we went and looked at it and you know we had to do some cosmetic things to to fix it up but my husband's like let's do it oh my gosh and and you're kind of like are you sure yeah <laughs> yeah and so I was okay I was like okay cool like yeah. we negotiated the lease well yeah. we literally had a month to get things up and running. Oh, wow. So got got all the renovations and stuff done with it, opened. Um, you know, I hired my first, one of my first uh, employees who's still with me today, Carmen. Oh, and, that's uh, so awesome. She trains yeah. uh, Jade and Miranda and uh, never look back. Six months into it, we were fully profitable. Oh, um, that's so awesome. And, you know, we have changed and developed and adapted yeah. and grown since then. And yeah. Um, yeah, this new space. Oh my gosh. I, <laughs> we, you know, COVID happened. Oh, yeah. and we, yeah. so we had a five-year lease in the, in the current space that we're in. And my mm-hmm. husband and I, prior to COVID, were talking about uh, buying because we're in real estate. Like we really yeah. wanted to invest in something. Yeah, absolutely. And so we were talking about getting serious about looking for properties mm-hmm. and then COVID happened and we're like, this is not yeah. a good time yeah. to do this. And, uh, we just kind of remained in prayer with it and, you know, ask God if something was mm-hmm. supposed to happen to just make it, make it happen and make it easy. Um, yeah. Ish. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, but in the summer we were both kind of like, well, like, you know, with COVID, there, unfortunately, there's a lot of businesses closing. Like yeah. real estate might yeah. be, it might be worth investing right now. It's it's either going to do really well or it's going to be a terrible idea, one or the other. Right, right. And so we prayed about it and found this this location, and we were like, you know, okay, God, you know, if this is if this is where we're supposed to be, just make it easy, make it work. Right, right. And, you know, we met with the owners and negotiated, and we love the owners, the previous owners of the building. Super, super great people, and we're able to negotiate together, like, face-to-face. Oh, that's so good. Um, so it all just kind of... Yeah, so he just made it work. Yeah. I mean, God just lined it up, yeah. and, and th- that's the thing. Whenever God's calling you to a new step, it's not always easy, but he lines it up, yep. and he makes that... He, he gives you that peace to just know this is where I'm supposed to be. Yep. And clearly that's what you all felt and, yeah. and decided to move forward. Yeah. Yeah. Cause my husband and I are pretty good at like, 
when we don't feel like something's right, both of it, like, I feel like God almost puts like an uneasiness in our yeah. spirit and yeah. Yeah. we never had that with, with this space. It was like our house too. You know, when we found our house, see, we've looked at other properties prior to finding our property and God just was like, mm, like yeah. this doesn't feel right. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And with this property, it just, both of us were literally at peace with it. And it was mm. You know, yeah. all right, well, this is either, this is going to work then, you know? And yeah, that's awesome. So we bought a building during a pandemic and wow. we're set to open in a month. Oh my gosh. Yeah. <laughs> that's so exciting. And just even that, it's a larger space. Mm-hmm. It's going to open up more opportunities for, yeah. for more stylists. Yeah. And so, wow, there's just a lot of exciting things on the horizon yeah. for you. Yeah. It's a ministry 100%. Yeah. Um, and that's how I choose to look at it. My grandma owned a salon when I was little. Oh, that's awesome. And she, on her back wall of her salon, um, it said, glorify God, edify mm. others. And I have that same sign in my salon yeah that's so awesome and my grandma's always told me you know it's a ministry you have the power as a hairstylist to minister to people and to whether or not you're sharing the exact word of god or whatever like just being a light in somebody's life Mm -hmm. is Mm -hmm. um so cool to like be able to have that impact on people so it's definitely a ministry and the biggest thing for me with the salon is empowering women. Like our yeah. career used to be looked down upon. Like you can't be successful or it's just something that you do while you're in the going to school for a degree or whatever. Right. And, right. You know, people don't take our profession or didn't take our profession seriously. And I am working on, you know, empowering these women. Like you can make yeah. really, really good money yeah. Yeah. doing what you do. Uh, in the hair industry yeah. and not letting anybody tell you that you are unworthy because right. you don't have a college degree. Um, so yeah, just being able to empower women to yeah, take care of awesome. themselves. and That's awesome. Yeah. Well, and I, I mean, I just know my experience with my um, hairstylist throughout the years. It's such an intimate relationship because they're, they're touching you. Yeah. And so that breaks down some of those barriers and you yeah. just feel more comfortable and open and you're able to share some things that maybe you wouldn't share with someone else and so that relationship that you have with your stylist I think is so personal and um it's just kind of a neat thing to look at it and I love the fact that you say it's a ministry and I know you're not behind the chair now but you are investing in those um employees and that relationship that you have, like I said before, is just going to trickle down. And yeah, so that's yeah, so awesome. Absolutely. That's so awesome. And, you know, I have a chance to, to minister to the girls as well. Like, absolutely. Not everybody that works for me is a believer and that's okay. Everybody respects, yeah. respects that. Um, but I know that the ones that, that are, I can have certain conversations with and even my, yeah. the way that I act and speak, um, everybody's watching. Yeah. And yeah. And it's all, everyone's on a different journey and they all have different times and you are a puzzle piece in that journey for them. So I think that's really exciting. Yep. And it's, I think this day and age, you know, Christians, I feel like we got off track a little bit. It's like some Christians where just the, the judgmental like we've we've got a bad rap in that Mm -hmm. sense of you know that's where a lot of people have a bad taste in their mouth with Christianity is just you know there's so many Christians that want to pull specific verses and and use those against and it's like 
that's not what Christ yeah. wants us to do. Like yeah. we are supposed to love and show love and, yeah, you know, and, and so I think it's important for non-believers to see like, we want to like walk alongside you and mm-hmm. we don't want to sit here and judge you right, um, right. and tell you that the lifestyle that you're living is wrong. Um, but let, like, let's, let's walk alongside each other. Let yeah. me help you through your valleys and celebrate your hill, your mountains. And it's, yeah, yeah. um, yeah, I think it's important for the girls to see that there's good, there's good in, in Christianity. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> there's a lot of good. There's a lot of good. So, um, so in your, in your journey, looking back, you know, on your relationship with Jesus, um, is there a certain way that he speaks to you? Is there just something that you just kind of know, yeah, that was him or no, that was just me and my wishful thinking or whatever. Like, is there some way that he communicates with you specifically? Yeah. So music, mm. uh, 100% music. I, I sing in our worship band at church and I, I just yeah. love, love, love that. But I yeah. feel very connected mm-hmm. during, during worship. Um, and it's funny, like I literally just had an experience, uh, this past weekend with him speaking. Uh, my friend and I were having a conversation prior to, prior to worship and just saying, man, like just really haven't felt this, the Holy spirit. Mm. And, you know, it's just been, been distant and, and dry and, you know, we both got up on stage and didn't realize that we were both praying at the same time. Mm, and yeah. then it was like when we were yeah. singing, it just this overwhelming presence was, yeah. was just there. And yeah. it's like, okay, hi, God. Yeah, <laughs> that's awesome. Uh, but I think that music is definitely where he speaks to me yeah. the most. Yeah. And I, I cry. Like, that's my... <laughs> Very, very emotional person, and that's how I can feel. That's feel okay. I completely relate to that. Yeah. Everyone in my family knows that it doesn't take a whole lot to get me to cry because it's just, it's right there. Yep. And and I feel the same about worship. Um, I'm actually on our worship team for our yeah. church as well, and I just feel like there's just something so special that the Spirit does through um, music and just the lyrics and it's just a precious, precious place for me yeah. to be. So that's one thing I always turn to is, you know, when, when I'm needing that extra yep. bit, it's worship for me. Yep. So absolutely. That's awesome. <laughs> that's awesome. So, um, in your journey through all the things that you've shared, uh, with us, um, is there something that you know now about God that maybe you didn't know back when you were, um, you know, before you had gone up to that altar call at 13 and you opened your life up to Jesus? Like, what is it that you've learned about him in that journey? Um, the things that you've mentioned in your marriage and being a mom and just all the different ways you've seen that he has been there with you even when you didn't feel like he was have you learned something about him that maybe you didn't know back before yeah I I I know that's a loaded question no it's it's there's gosh there's so many things um I think the biggest thing that I've learned is that he's he's always there you know even if even if it doesn't feel like it um there's even in the quiet, even in, 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 during the times that I feel like he's, he's distant, um, 
feel like those are lessons mm-hmm. that are to be learned. And I think that sometimes people think that as a Christian, like we're just always happy people and we don't experience bad things mm-hmm. in our lives. And um, I think that it's in our low, like our lowest lows that God teaches us yeah. some of the most valuable lessons. Yeah. And looking back in my life, like even though, you know, the pain of the things that I went through or that my husband and I went through in our marriage, we both to this day will say, had we not gone through that, yeah. we're not sure that we would be the people that we are today yeah. and yeah. have learned the lessons that we've learned today. So there, I guess the biggest thing I've learned is that there's beauty and mm. there's beauty and pain. There um, is. Yeah. And eventually you'll get out on the other side and yeah. it'll be all good. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> And it just shows that he's faithful, yeah. that he's faithful in all things yeah. and that um, in our weakness, that's where we see Absolutely. him do his best work. Absolutely. <laughs> because it just helps peel away all of the, I mean, we don't like to say it, but we all have pride. We yes. all have those things that we say, I can do it on my own. And yep. mm-hmm. when we're at that place and we are in complete surrender, that's where we just, we see his best yeah. work. Absolutely. Really the best transformation. Yeah. So. Yeah. And as a woman too, I think, you know, a lot of, a lot of women, I feel like seek validation, you know, with happiness with their mm-hmm. marriage or validation in their friends. And I think too, one of the biggest lessons that I've learned is that nothing is going to give me that yeah. fulfillment yeah. in life. Like I, can try to seek happiness through through my husband, through friendships, through work, like, but it's never going to fill me the way yeah. that God can. Yeah. Um, so that's that's a huge thing. Yeah. As well. Yeah, that's neat. Yeah. So is there anything that you wanted to share that we haven't uh, covered already? I know we've kind of gone on a lot of different yeah. really neat stories. Is there anything that that you're kind of feeling that you want to share that we haven't covered yet? Gosh, no, I feel like I, <laughs> I went through it all. Um, no, I, I don't think so. Okay. Yeah. So your kiddos, you said that they, um, are at uh, a Christian school. Mm-hmm. Um, how do you see your faith and your husband's faith, um, impacting their journey at such a young age? Have you seen, um, just the way that maybe Jesus is working in their lives, in their, you know, journey as well? Yeah. So one thing I've learned is, you know, even, even though your kids go to a Christian school does not necessarily mean that they, they know Jesus. Right. And so my husband and I are definitely, now that the kids are getting older, um, realizing that we need to be much more intentional with Mm. how we teach and equip them, Mm -hmm. um, in their faith. And I I feel like being in a private school, it's, it's taught them the really great, like foundation of knowing the Bible and knowing Mm -hmm. the stories. And it's Mm -hmm. our job as parents to teach them the relational aspect of Jesus as well. Yeah. Um, my daughter was baptized last year, you know, and she's, she's just got such a very kind heart and, um, my son over this past summer, he technically, he says that it's a technical, but he had his sister baptize him when we were on vacation. And so so sweet. they're, they're definitely like growing in their faith and, you know, we're, we're trying to make more of a point as parents to be very intentional about how we teach them in lessons and just 
I think the relational aspect is just very important for me that they, that they know it's not just about praying to pray. It's mm-hmm. having a conversation with God and having that, having that intimate relationship with him. Yeah. Yeah. And then also your husband, you said that he had gone on that, um, the missions trip and mm-hmm. that was just really just changed things for him. Yeah. So how do you see your relationship different with him now, um, now that he has made, uh, his journey with, with Christ, that's clearly brought the two of you together so yes. much closer. How have you seen some things where God has worked in that part of your life? So, and one thing that I, I really want to touch on to was, you know, even when I was back in the church and my husband wasn't, mm-hmm. uh, there's a lot of women that struggle with, with the same things that I went through where their husband, like there's, they're on fire for their faith, but their husband really doesn't want anything to do, do with it. Or just, you know, they go to church because right. Whatever. Right. Um, it wasn't until I got, there was one day in church that I was sitting there and I was like, Oh man, like the the preacher was on fire. And I was like, I really hope Jeff is listening to this. Mm. Like this is something that he really needs to hear. And this conviction just fell over me. Yeah. And I literally heard God say like, Hey Amanda, you should kind of focus on your own thing and what you're doing and you just leave that to me. Mm. And it was in that moment that I was like, okay, I can't worry about his salvation. Right. I can't focus on that. I have to focus on me and my relationship with God first and foremost. Mm -hmm. And so from that point forward, I just prayed. Yeah. It was like, whatever, whatever the time, whatever you, whenever, wherever, you just make it happen. And he came to me, uh, it was like a year, year after that moment. And he told, my husband told me, he's like, I think I really want to go on this missions trip. Cause it was through the life and air organ, the coaching organization. Okay. okay. And immediately I thought in my head, Oh my gosh, you're going to, you're going to find Jesus there. Yeah. And I like in my heart of hearts, I knew. Aww. And he, uh, he journaled the whole time he was there. Didn't tell me what happened and mm-hmm. came home and I read through his journal and that's what I learned. Like, yeah. You know, yeah. he gave his, gave his heart to the Lord, but it has changed our relationship. He is just a very much softer person mm. than he, than he was prior to just a lot more patient and kind. Um, yeah. it, it's just, I can't even explain his entire, it just, his being is very different. Like you can just tell. Yeah. Um, that's beautiful. So Yeah. Yeah. So clearly that's <laughs> just made your relationship that much stronger yes. and you have that that foundation. You have that foundation of faith together and Absolutely. it makes it so solid and everything else just builds on top of that. Yeah. So Yeah. That's really beautiful. Yeah. It's awesome. That's <laughs> it definitely like I said, you we still have peaks and valleys. Oh, of course. As Absolutely. as a married couple and you know, my my husband is really, really struggling right now with just finding purpose because, mm. you know, real estate's fun, but he's like, I just want to, I want to have a, a purpose in my life. So, yeah. um, you know, so we're, we're going through that right now and, yeah. um, but there's, like I said, there's beauty, there's beauty in that journey. So yeah. 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 Oh, that's so awesome. Yeah. Well, thank you so much. Yeah. Thank you so much for coming and just sharing your journey and being so open and vulnerable. And I just really appreciate um, everything that you've just shared. And hopefully, you know, it's going to inspire people as they listen to just know Absolutely. that even when they don't feel like he's there with them, he is there. 
he is there and he's going to show you just yep. like he did in worship <laughs> for you Absolutely. just the other day. <laughs> yes. So, all right. Well, thank you so much. Thank you. And we will, I'm sure we're going to catch up again soon. Oh sometime. yeah. Absolutely. <laughs> all right. Thanks. Thanks. Didn't you just admire Amanda's heart and the way that she spoke so much about her grandmother and the way that she has left that legacy in her life and continues to do so? I also love the way that she talks so highly about her staff and the way that she just wants to pour her love for Jesus into her staff at Something You. I just appreciate Amanda and her heart so much and appreciate this conversation that she was willing to have with us. If you're on social, be sure to look up Something You Salon, and if you're local, maybe even check them out and see what they can do for you in your style. Also, if you're on social, make sure and look her up, Amanda Bear. Give her a, a like or just say thanks for being on the show and how much you appreciated what she had to share. Thanks again for joining us today, friends, and I look forward to the next time that we can be together. Bye, friends. Bye, friends.